0: Hi, I'm Elijah,
1: and this is Grayson,
0: and this is Unreal. Unreal.
1: Um, today we're gonna talk about you know
0: our favorite movies. Favorite movies. We're gonna well, talk about movies that define movies. us.
1: Movies that define us. We're gonna we're gonna approach it as a as a lens through which to look into sort of who we are, um, so that you can get to know us. It's an it's an introductory episode. It's a pilot,
0: and <laughs> we're gonna have fun with it. Yeah.
1: Um, We did have fun with it. We already recorded it. We did. And now we're recording an intro for you, (laughs) for your ears. And I hope that you enjoy.
0: Yes. So come along with us for your movies, some movie news.
1: Crap, (laughs) crap, (laughs) crap. Okay. What I was going to say is uh, crack open a cold one with your boys, Grayson and Elijah. That's Elijah.
0: That's Grayson. I'm Grayson. And I'm Elijah.
1: Yeah. Um, we've known each other for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually, I was brainstorming on this because I was, I was walking home from work last night and I was like, damn, how do you like summarize who you are in, a, in like a sound bite? you know, in a way that like is kind of a hook for yeah. so that people will like trust you or, or like think that you have intelligent things to say. And then I realized that's, that's the, that's the thing is I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really bring credibility to this podcast. I um, think you do. I don't. Well, I think that's exactly it, right? The point of the podcast. I think you will. The point of the podcast is is not about film history. We're not talking about specific movies and going. This is this amazing. We're talking. We're we're consumers. We're we're media heads. We love consumerism. I love media. <laughs> I play games. I, I read books. I listen to, music. Read books, listen to music. I love uh, podcasts. Not everybody's doing all four, you know? Yeah, The big four. Yeah, the big four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, there's, if they invent a new type of media, I'm on that. Okay. Uh, podcasts, I listen to those. Yeah, Crouch with AirBuds, the app? AirBuds, yes. Very, <laughs> Another very media. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do like AirBuds. I came out of nowhere. It's kind of started. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, we're, we're people who love movies. We watch movies. I watch, like, a movie every day. You watch a movie every day. Yeah. If I miss a day, I watch two. Like, it's not even, like, <laughs> a regimented thing. I'm just a freak, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're freaks. Yes. We're freaks. We yeah, love movies. We love movies. I'm a, I'm a movie freak. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to start this podcast because I want to talk about film. Uh, we already do. We, yeah. do. we do there's do. been so many times where it's like we're oh, talking gosh. about it we're laughing and like people are like you know it's not just us but people <laughs> real people are like uh, not naming names <laughs> but they're like hey you should record that and post it for money <laughs> <laughs> this is true it's not, not a fake story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no I it's, you know it's not about the money either I don't think there
0: will be any money <laughs> it's about hanging out and Gavin, <laughs> it's about Gavin with your it's best brother. It's about you know. Yeah. Talking about movies, talking about life, life and cinema, and how they kind of play off each other. Yeah. And our lives. Yeah. And our cinemas.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I think we should introduce ourselves film right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i love the letterbox top four um but we were talking about it like four to five movies Mm -hmm. like if there's if there's one that you just want to throw in there to have yeah and just talk about our top favorites that way the audience can kind of get to know us um the one person that's going to listen we'll kind of get an idea of who we are katie yeah, it's gonna be both Katie's, yeah. Um, two fans and then Cambria. And Jonathan. Uh-huh. we have We have like four fans established. Four whole fans already. We haven't yeah. even recorded. Alright. So do you wanna go first? Do you want me to go
0: first? Let me okay, I gotta pull this up because I really was trying to think well, about yeah. this last night. Yeah, pull it up. So I was like, what are my favorite films? And yeah. then my lit, remember we made a faves list with Cambria and I had like hundred and twenty seven? Yeah, I know it's <laughs> tough. Well yeah, you no, know, so I was like
1: I was like, Katie makes fun of me because I am always like, oh, yeah, you haven't seen this? Oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> and it's like, that's like 80 movies already, um, which is why I wanted to kind of restrain it to the top four, top you four, know? Top four. Um, top, top, four four yeah, top, top four
0: plus one. Yeah, top four plus <laughs> one. Or Where two. Where is it? Okay, all-time all time faves. All-time faves. <sighs> that's that's heavy. A, that's a crazy
1: list. Yeah. Yeah. Are, Do you want to alternate? Do you want to go like... Favorite, favorite. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Yeah, do you have one already? I don't have one yet. Yeah, I can. I can start. Uh, okay, so my all-time favorite movie at the moment, so all time up until now, is uh, uh, Drive My Car. Oh Rusque, yes. uh, I am absolutely obsessed with this movie. I've seen it six times, no five times, and I want to watch it six. <laughs> so I have the Criterion. It's as uh, long and it's you make a day of it you know you Mm -hmm. brew some coffee it's a nice day you put it on and it's just a really it's a mellow experience Mm -hmm. it's very emotionally like pulpy and and it really hits it really does i I think i don't think there's like a better like it's not really a feel-good movie it's not really a feel-bad movie it's somewhere between you feel all of that and uh it's ultimately hopeful and i think that's a really sweet message I think it looks great. I think it's, it, it sounds great. And uh, if I ever made a movie with a big budget, I would hope that it would look like that. Yeah. It was a gorgeous movie. It's so gorgeous. We made a day out of it that yeah. time,
0: and we watched it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I wish my life could feel like, like not the tragedy, right? But <laughs> The, 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 like <laughs> the way it makes you feel. The way Well, and then the visuals, like their apartment is just awesome. Gorgeous. Every, the you beach single, side. Yeah. Which I didn't
0: know existed until I watched the movie. The city of Hiroshima? Yeah, I remember? I thought it was a Oh, you thought it was, like, off the I thought the it was map. disintegrated. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. We can unpack that. It. I only thought it was a bomb. was <laughs> done. Yeah, like... Well, was she was because, always, like, you know, like, the nuclear... Well, thing. there's, like, Chernobyl, right? Chernobyl yeah, Chernobyl is like, 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 you can't go
1: there. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, but that's because, the I guess, a reactor melting down is when we're, we're you know, <laughs> tunneling in. Cut. <laughs> okay, that's okay. okay. I just thought it was funny though. Yeah. That is really
0: funny. <laughs> no, wait, you were, she was still alive? and You were like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So my turn? Yeah. That's a good picture. I like that. And I like, and I love the soundtrack too.
1: Great soundtrack.
0: Uh a I'm I wish I had
1: like a really good best bud to totally like buy me the vinyl <laughs> and import it from Japan that I so that I could listen to it every day. Oh wait. You did that for me my birthday no so, yeah you ordered it and it was really sweet <laughs> It took forever to get here it did it did amazing study music that's a life hack if you ever need study it is for study music I
0: put it on the study yeah. too sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. alright okay um my first movie I think this is also on your favorite movies oh um but mine is Ethan I say, yeah yeah Cuaron yeah. yeah. um right? Love, this Love. Was, I remember watching this movie like two thousand one, I remember whew, <laughs> looking at YouTube and typing up <laughs> typing in certain things in the search bar. Oh, okay, and, and okay. This movie popped up, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, yeah. So I watched it, and I ended up like f- falling in love with it. Right. And it's like the first time I saw like myself in a movie, right. And like multiple multiple depictions of like, you know, being Mexican and then also being gay. Yeah. Queernesses. Like, yes. Yeah. It's like queernesses in the movie. An important aspect. And um, so like I really gravitated towards Mm that when I was in my teens right and then I never saw it again until I was much older because I was like oh I was like I wanted that and then I kind of watched it again uh, a couple years ago and I really forgot how much I loved the movie and like the road trip aspect of it I really love love a good road trip movie yeah Um, the chemistry between all three main leads is phenomenal it's a gorgeous movie it's awesome it's and it's the ending is just so like it's so funny and it's so melancholic
1: and um I really love this movie too. It's it's my third favorite on yeah. the Letterbox, um, but it could easily be my first. Like they're all kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Just yeah, a, yeah, yeah, It it just feels like nothing else. You know, it's so it feels like memories with your with your friends. You know, like yeah. from back in the day, and yeah, I have two road trip movies as my like, <laughs> top ones. I love a good road trip. It's loves a good car. Yeah, well, and I think okay, so speaking frankly, right, like it's a movie about discovering your sexuality. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. what's weird is that and I'm sure maybe Roland in intended this but for me it was a lens through which I discovered my own sexuality mm-hmm. it was an awakening because the end took me off guard and I had a visceral reaction to it when I first watched it mm-hmm. not the end end but whenever they start like you know kissing yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spoiler alert uh, <laughs> I was like what the hell is going on like I was like what the fuck this is when I was you know I was raised in kind of a conservative household yeah. and like a different upbringing and I was like why am I feeling things, <laughs> you know? And so it was really, um, it was really healthy and helpful. It was it was an interesting way to be exposed to this idea of that, like, you can be super into MILFs and, like, twinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a, it was a really nice sort of, it, it was, for me, it was an awakening, honestly and sure. that's why it's so important to me, that's why it has to be my top ones, but that aside, even that personal experience side, it's still such a good movie mm-hmm. on its own, it's so funny, like, the beginning is so funny, and the end is so fucking heartbreaking, oh my god, I haven't
0: seen it in a few years, I, I need to be watched it again, because I just, do it. I have, we should watch it, yeah, we should yeah. watch yeah. it, we should I get the movie, I was going to buy it,
1: beautiful, I was going to buy it. the cover, yeah, love the the cover. art, yeah, I think we have the same poster on Letterboxd, too. No, both. yours is different. Yours is um, one. Mine's the actual criterion. There. Yours is the criterion. I've got yeah. the... um. I like yours, though. I just don't want to copy. Let's get of Yeah, it does. It's beautiful. <laughs> that way, like it? I, I do. I also just... I like colors. I like whenever they experiment.
0: That's fair. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Okay. This is the one I hate. That one. Yeah. I like this one. I love that one. Ugh. So good. So good. Okay. So good. You are okay. up, sir.
1: I'm up. Okay. Another one of my favorites, uh, a bit of a narcissistic pick because it found me at a time whenever I was trying to style myself a certain way, um, and it, I felt represented. It's mm-hmm. Patterson, um, mm-hmm. Jim Jarmish, and Adam Driver in the lead. Your favorite. Uh, I love Adam Driver. Um, it is a slow movie, it's very drawn out, and you know. Mellow and monotonous on purpose. Um, it's structured in the way that a poem is structured, which I think is really cool. I love this idea. There's this Greek word memesis, which means like um, form and content have this like co-contingent relationship, right? So essentially, ha- what you're talking about, what you're discussing, will sort of like if you're writing a poem, for instance, and this is it shows up the most in poetry, arguably. If you write a poem, you about whatever it might have a it might appear a certain way like, like, the poet has to think about this. I don't know if I'm making sense. Where it's like if you're writing about raindrops or a stream or a river, sometimes your poem will like flow on the page in a way that is really interesting, or the words that you use will be like, you know, it's all it's all kind of interconnected.
0: I got I see what you mean.
1: Right, there's like stake in that right, and so. This movie is about poetry and it's about a poet. Um, and it's also becomes a sort of poem of its own. It's got you know internal rhymes where things happen mm-hmm. in specific ways, which is really interesting. It has sort of repetition and like broader rhymes and a very specific pace. And it all is kind of, I think the best way I could put it is that it's a love letter to a monotonous, slow, Normal life, like so many people want to spend their lives, like trying to stand out, trying to break out, trying to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here you have someone who just wants peace and quiet. And there's a lot to unpack. Like, is he a veteran? You know, how does how does he work with PTSD and things like that? But it's not about that. It's just about this guy, who's in this relationship, and he, and it's beautiful, and they, they. He just goes about his life. You know, some people kind of hate it for being a little bit slow but I I think it's great.
0: I have not seen this movie so I cannot speak on it but Mm -hmm. I do want to see it. It is on my watch list and I hope to watch it soon because I know that it's important to you. That's why I watched Drive drive My Car That One Time. Yeah. Okay, my next one is going to be My Own Private Idaho by Gus Van Sant. Not uh, this is right. another one of those movies that fall in the category of looking stuff up on YouTube. Right. <laughs> right. right, Because we didn't have cable when I was growing up, but we didn't have, like, a... We had one TV, in my mm-hmm. parents' room, or something. I mean, it was in mm-hmm. the living room, but we didn't have, like, any way to, like, watch certain things on there. Right. Um, and so... Yeah, when you'd have... When I finally got a phone, or, like, I had a desktop mm-hmm. to do, like, homework and stuff. Right. Um, so I would, like, look up stuff on YouTube, and now you want one of the things... And this movie always came up here, and I remember... I watched it when I was like probably 12 or 13 and I think I cried because it's such Mm. a it's such a sad movie oh yeah it's such a sad movie and it really hit with me a lot because I I really resonate with uh, Mike Mikey River Phoenix's character about how he feels like how he feels like um he's paid people love him. not that I do that but I kind of feel (laughs) but it's like you know you have to like buy people's time to stuff like that it's a good idea and so um so yeah, and just just sad that the, the ending with Keanu Reeves character ends no, up not like acknowledging So it, it just, it's it's a gorgeous movie. I think that it um, people talk about it enough. No, either. they don't. They don't. They it's don't. a very under, underrated movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's also like a well done movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just congested, congested.
1: Yeah, we're both kind allergies. Of that. Do you want to have a? a no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, I think. <clears throat> but yes. So. I also I saw this recently because you love it so much oh, that's and nice. I was like oh I gotta check it out um, I don't think I've ever watched a full other Gus Van Sant movie and I I have seen parts of them and not mm-hmm. love what I've seen but My Own Private Idaho has this really lo-fi like beautiful kind of texture to it that I love yeah. all the way throughout and I thought what was happening with like the play on Shakespeare and the way that they were kind of adapting it loosely was really weird Mm -hmm. at first it took it was a bit like jarring but once i settled into it i was like this is two beautiful men (laughs) you know wrestling with the idea of loving one another yeah and um and no i think you put it perfectly i mean river phoenix's character is like trying to earn love trying to buy love Mm -hmm. feeling that he doesn't deserve it and how does that tie in with his relationship with his mother who's the whole like quest right yeah yeah, and it's all very
0: another road trip movie. Guys. Yeah,
1: another road trip movie. Totally, a hundred percent, and um, and it's just it it, it is really beautiful, um, and really sad. It's I would really, yeah, sad. when I watched it, and I was
0: like, when I was younger, I was like, I'm never gonna find love. This is it. No, this yeah. is what all movies are. It was like this on *Brokeback Mountain* on YouTube, in you like, yeah, that was a gay representation. <laughs> <when> I was I was <laughs> like, wow, yeah. I can never be happy. It's, <laughs> no, I <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also on a criterion of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar got a drink for Secret that Network. Yes. Um, so I really want to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a couple years because every time I watch it I just get really sad but I love this movie so much. So sad. Um, But yeah, that is my uh, second pick. That is a great pick. Um, that
1: was a great pick, <laughs> <laughs> Um No, I really do. I I do love that movie. I, I would like to rewatch it too. We can, that's, that's not seen it. we re-watch, not seen it. Yeah, we can watch that so with, with like Canva. Yeah, dig into that. Um, I, so, is that my turn? It's your turn, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Okay. So, Pig. <sighs>
0: Never seen Pig. it. Pig.
1: The movie Pig. <laughs> um, the movie is called Pig. And that's all you need to know about it, actually. <laughs> uh, go watch it. Pig is, uh, all of, all four of mine have been, other than Itamama and have been pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Um, like, within the past three years. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Patterson's 2016, I guess. Last decade, at least. It feels... That feels <laughs> oh, fuck. It felt like three years. Um, mm-hmm. okay. okay, so... Pig is just an astoundingly subtle and beautiful movie. Um, Nicolas Cage, it's my favorite performance of his. It's. I think it's. he said it's his favorite performance um, of his. And that's because it's quiet. And they let him be quiet. And they let him be sort of mysterious and 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 yet he's so loud in his silence you know but outside of people talk about his performance a lot people talk about Alex Wolfe's performance how good that is Mm -hmm. but um, I mean outside of that what is the movie about hey it looks amazing it feels amazing it's about food sort of and how uh, so I've talked about this a little bit I think food like culinary <laughs> arts are like the highest art form. Oh yeah. I think it's because it incorporates ever all five of your senses. In, in in every process. Other arts struggle to incorporate three at the mm-hmm. most, you know? But you're you're hearing the sizzle, you're smelling the you know, the, the aromas, you're 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 tasting and yeah. seeing and it's feeling. Like the menu of you. Right, right, right. Well the menu is good. The menu is good. <laughs> but pig, it doesn't really dwell on this too much. It's like It dwells more on the creative process, why you make something, what is the impetus for creation, Um, are you doing it to appeal to people, are you doing it to make yourself happy, is it somewhere in between, Um, and the answer is kind of yes to all of those, Mm -hmm. and it it sort of deconstructs this, this process, and ultimately it comes to the conclusion that like, what we create, and how we create it, and why we create it, that is the whole point you know mm-hmm. the creation process and uh, he says this this line that I just lives with me I just can't like it, it, it feels like a punch in the stomach every time it's uh, he says we, we only get so m- we only get so many things to care about to mm-hmm. really care about you know uh, it's something like that I'm paraphrasing but it just it's it hits and it's a beautiful movie about like how artists are valued and have to fight to be valued in like capitalism or whatever you mm-hmm. know
0: it's just, it's just really touching
1: and I think more people should see it I need to watch it you need to watch <laughs> it I feel
0: watch like it. I haven't watched none of your favorite okay I've seen Drive My Car and, so I haven't seen yeah, two you've well, seen like I feel good. like I haven't seen a lot okay just those, two. Just those no, two no 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 we're fine we're
1: fine, um, we're fine.
0: We're fine. Um, so that's me <clears throat> okay okay I need to watch that yeah oh, I need to watch that one <laughs> I'm scrambling for
1: a fifth that's like specific because I have like
0: three that I'm like toss up right now I know, you know? I have. I have five mm-hmm. I think yeah um, What's your, your, Don't get ahead of yourself. I so know. <laughs> so this is a toss-up for me. Mm-hmm. It's between two movies by the same director by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, Interesting. I did not expect that. Yeah. Okay. this is. It has a sentimental meaning, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I... Oh, it's between the birds and vertigo, but I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Or Rear Window. Or rear I'm going to go with... Okay, De Palma. <laughs> I'm going to go with, go with the Rear Window because it's one of my Monster movies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Growing up, my mom would always have like black and white movies on the TV or very old movies on mm-hmm. the TV, and one of the first movies that I ever watched was actually The Birds. I was like, maybe like two right. or three, and I was scared of birds because I was like, well, I watch some Birds, watch Psycho, but we okay. couldn't watch like. You said you were demon movies. Yeah, because I was like three. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome lore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But because um, I was also uh, grew up in a very religious household, mm-hmm. so we couldn't. I couldn't watch a lot of things. Right. Uh, no magic, no like right. cursing, violence, all that stuff. But like a movie in the fifties that's supposed mm-hmm. to be scary is totally tame nowadays. Right. So, watching Hitchcock movies was something that I grew up on. Because my parents were like, oh yeah, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be scared from anything like birds right. or a mom killer. No, of course not. Um, <laughs> but I think Rear Window is probably one of my favorites because it's uh, one of my favorite sick movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous Technicolor first of all it's yeah. a gorgeous movie um, and James Stewart is in it and oh Grace Kelly Jimmy. Grace Kelly Grace. Is, is a stunning vision in that movie but I love a good thriller and I love how it takes place um, in an apartment mm-hmm. I love movies that take place in like one location yes definitely and like they leave a little bit to go to the other apartment but like I love how like cause we all do we're all voy- voyeurs right yeah 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 we all watch people oh yeah we all wa- watch people how they like live out their lives mm-hmm. and stuff and so I like for me to be I, I like to watch people people watching out out and about so it's just fun to like have that aspect that everybody does and then put it in with a thriller yes and then make this really gorgeous movie that I just oh, I yeah. grew up watching and I just I just love it it's very near and dear to me
1: it's super meditative on that uh, again not to beat a dead horse but the Macy's right like you're, you're kind of the creative process is reflecting on itself when we watch movies, we're looking at something that we can't see, that we shouldn't see, Mm -hmm. in many cases. It's like, that's where the conflict arises. And that's why we get invested, is because we're like a fly on the wall for something. You know, we're getting all these free angles. We're like omniscient, omnipotent, right? Mm -hmm. And whenever you're creating a movie, you are being a voyeur, appealing to voyeurs, creating these stories. And no, they're not real people, so it's not exactly that. But, you know, so it's really cool that window kind of takes that and puts it under the knife and it's yeah. like, like unintentionally unintentionally I think people don't give Hitchcock enough credit, they give him the most credit obviously, <laughs> but they don't give him enough credit and like, they sort of are like yeah he like unintentionally in Vertigo is like representing himself on the screen mm-hmm. it's like in his in his like himself as monster you know yeah it's like well how unintentional is that you know. Uh, He's a very smart guy, you know. Very smart
0: guy. Yeah. Love I love his movies. I need to see more of his older work. I've only he's seen like you know his his main. His main. Yes. Catalog. Yeah, he's. Um, uh, also, like, also, in the Driver Disturbio Strangelove* was of love.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I've, I've you never, never seen, seen it. That's like, it's a teen steam. version of *Rear Window*. Hell yeah! And there's also like *Watcher*. There's so a many ways. Thousand versions of it. Of Rear yeah. Window.
1: And that is something that oftentimes I'll start a movie, mm-hmm. and. I'll realize, oh, this is just rear window, and I'll get kind of annoyed, because I feel like it was done the best, mm-hmm. with, it's rear window, it's done, that's rear window, that's the best, I mean, I liked body double, that was fun, that did some exercises on body me. Um and th- there's, there's, you know, there's a few that are like, fun in that way, like, that they do it pretty well, but I, I just feel like, you can't, you can't top the one that started it at all, mm-hmm. you know? um and like you said, Jimmy mm-hmm. James. Janice Stewart. Yes, sir. All right. Um, whew. Number four. Yeah, I was scrolling through my list, and there's like a hundred <laughs> that I could like talk endlessly about. And I think that's the great thing about having a podcast is we could bring in a movie like, each week. Yeah. I'm definitely down to do that. Um, talk about one of our favorites. Uh, fuck. Though. This, is hard, like, this, this is, is hard. This is tough. I think I'm going to go with one that's kind of sentimental, maybe for us you know okay. because I would say I could say like uh, I could say like you know Burning or I could say good Arrival movie. I could great say movie. Great Movie right I know I could say In the Mood for Love or like yes. one car. I love Wonkar Y, you know? yes I love Park Chan-wook I wanted to say to Leave we saw that Oh, today. we did see that it was
0: such a good movie love. I, uh, I bought it
1: I need it I need it, it so like bad food I food. love Park chan Book. I really do the thing I have the poster on the wall Mad Max I have the poster on the wall they can't see uh, yeah, they can. <laughs> Blowout is one that, like, for a long time was my favorite of all time. You know? But because I can't pick all those, I just I just shoot them in there. I just kind of cheated. <laughs> just a little... I just dropped a bunch. Yeah. And there's a hundred others I could say, too. You list off the whole thing. Um, I'm going to go with Point Break.
0: Okay. okay. Point Break
1: is, is sentimental for us. Yes. Because it's about, you know... Dudes rock, you know. <laughs> Dude, dudes do rock. It's about two guys who are, who are secretly best friends. It's kind of like Heat in that way, yeah. like, like in another life, you know. Yeah. We just do taxes and laundry together, you know. Um, <laughs> that's a quote from Heat. Um, <laughs> uh, when they're when they're in the diner and they're talking. Um, no, Point Break is it. It's it's a masterclass in hammy, you know, line delivery. Um, it's it's Nick Nolte right? Nick Nolte and, yes. um, and Keanu. Keanu and my fucking guy Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. So sexy! It's his sexiest, ro- sexiest people role. People want to point to Ghost. People want to point to Roadhouse. I love Roadhouse. I love a Warrior Poet. You, do you know, love that. I love in Roadhouse that he's like, yeah, I'm a poetry major. <laughs> like he's kicking ass. <laughs> That's I'm like, new. I'm like, dude, I wish that was me <laughs> uh, someday. And but you know. He is so fine in this. He's like this rugged, scruffy surfer boy who's who's got a, a dark side. And then you've got Johnny Utah, which, what the fuck kind of <laughs> name is that? I love that. That's All-American, fit, football player, you know, type. And he's a, he's a cop, unfortunately. But he, got, you know, he infiltrates. He yeah. infiltrates this scene. He breaks it up. It. Yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> he kind of has to toy. He has to, he has to fight. I mean, look, uh, you know... Catherine Bigelow is not always the biggest fan of cops. as has been seen. Uh, Strange Days, Strange Detroit, um, and Point Break, you know? Uh, and she kind of wrestles with this. She's like, how does someone who, who gets into a scene... Like, like, you're seeking a righteous cause, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you find fraternity. And you have to wrestle with these, these allegiances, right? Yeah. Are you loyal to the badge? Are you loyal to your brothers? Are you loyal to yourself? And ultimately, he comes away somewhere in between. You know, a little spoiler alert: throwing the badge into the water while his friend is also lost there. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and he, you know, he wants him so bad it's like acid in his mouth. And we can talk about this. We can talk about. <laughs> this, everyone talks about it. The actions, not <laughs> the the queer coded, you know, nature of this. There's something more than just fraternity, and I, I think maybe it's often sort of over-exaggerated just how gay this movie is, but then you watch it and you're like, that's some gay shit. Like, yeah. that is so... They want each other so bad. It is like acid <laughs> in their mouths. And then they jump out of a fucking plane together. Oh, so cool. Romance um, oh, isn't
0: dead.
1: It's not dead. <laughs> and, and I really do want to talk about the action scenes because I think Catherine Bigelow has is, is not credited enough for shooting some of the best action sequences like, like ever. There's a chase scene where they're going through the alleys and shit, they're running, they're jumping... It's so, you're just hooked in. It's so intriguing, you know. Long story, short story, long. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, you know? it is a great
0: movie. I, it's one of the movies that mm-hmm. I watch because of you. Yeah. Uh, you always talked about how much you love this movie, and I had never seen it until Yo. like last year. And I was like, oh, okay, it was it was a nice steal on iTunes, mm-hmm. four ninety nine. I said, okay, you know, I'll buy it. And right I watched it. it. I was like, this movie's fucking great.
1: Well, and if you haven't. You got this. Is a this is a purely audio experience. So, you won't know this, but we look exactly like them, like we do. identical.
0: You look at Patrick Swayze. So yeah. the hair. Yeah. And I'm, I. I'm blonde. Keanu Reeves.
1: And you're you're a dark, mysterious stallion. Yes. Right. I haven't called that before. Yeah, so. and I'm I'm a bit of a, in a an elusive, uh, you know, blonde, free spirit. You know who does crime.
0: Yeah. I Rise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a bad uh, amount of cry. Grayson
1: tells all. <laughs> um, Grayson's <laughs> tells all. <laughs> no, yeah, I fucking love this movie. I, I could probably talk about it for hours. But uh, I'm not going to. What's the point of this? Not no. Not today. So those are those are my five. So, I was, could I was could was pick four. twenty. No, that was five. No, that was, that was You're on you're on five too.
0: No, I'm on four. What was your first one? I picked Tom Bien, Myber Adaho, and then Ravendo so you're on four that was your no, fourth one
1: look I, I did all four of mine
0: no you didn't do each moment on p.m. oh really? I picked that one yeah you're right so that was, that's, that that was your fourth one. one so I get to pick another one yeah you get one more oh let's go there there that's you go, awesome you're lucky alright number, my number four pick it's a very basic pick mm-hmm. uh, but again this is a movie that I think that really brought me into film growing up uh, The Science of the Lambs. okay Jonathan Demi. okay um, this is another movie I remember watching in my old, old house in doubt. This was a long time ago before right. I even knew you. Oh I was like, gosh. I was a little child, and my cousin and my mom and dad and I watched it in the living room. Mm-hmm. And there was that scene, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Where he like tucks?
1: No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> you've never seen it? No, I've never seen you've it. You've never seen it on the lens? I know.
0: That's crazy. I, even I've
1: seen Manhunter and Red Dragon, I've seen both of those. But I haven't seen Silence. Of the I Papers. feel
0: like because it's, such a, it's like with me, certain overhyped movies I just put them off forever.
1: Right, that's my problem. And Silence
0: is, is one of those movies where it's like it's the first horror movie quotations to win like the big four, the Oscars to win an Oscar right. the
1: period. Well, and it, it's been, it's quoted daily. quoted. Where I grew up, they'd say you know. They do the whole mm-hmm. like uh, fava beans, you know whatever. Anus the hell yeah it's nice. Keanu <laughs> no yeah no it's a it's a very
0: popular well known right movie um, so I felt bad picking this it was between this and Rosemary's be, Baby I'll pick, I'll but Rosemary's call. Baby I had to pick because of Polanski yeah I, he's not yeah. dead yet so I can't I can't give him the credit see that's my <laughs> I don't. but I love that movie because it also was like very satanic and it, like and I love horror movies yeah and so that's why I decided to pick one. it's still horror fuck yeah but I love it because I love a good crime thriller yeah. I love, I love, I love the music in this. It's so like the score, really just builds up everything to it. Jodie Foster is phenomenal in it, yeah. um, and um, Anthony Hopkins is a great Hannibal actor. And he only had like five minutes of screen time. Yeah, which it's is crazy. So, so iconic. Like he, he, he got in, he left his mark. He mm-hmm. he did, and but yeah, this movie is is one of my favorites because it's this is again another sick movie. I can put this on whenever. And right. I, fall, I used to fall asleep to this, to this movie. That's crazy. Um, That's You're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just such, it's such a good movie. Like, I think in a good way. In a good in way. In, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Thank you. Yeah. But I just love it. I grew up with this movie. Um, my mom and dad really love horror as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with a lot of horror movies. A lot of scary movies. Okay. So that they have a special place in my heart. And this one is just also like... Another movie that I f- remember watching—I was really young, too young, probably to watch a movie about too young. cannibals.
1: Caller. Probably too young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. In- Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle on this one. Was that that was four, uh, right? Yeah, that's okay. four. So okay. my last okay. one, my fifth one, I'm between a few of them, right? Okay. Uh, one of them is one that I I grew up. It was my favorite whenever I was a teenager. And now it's, like, out of four stars. But it's still kind of a favorite, Mm -hmm. you know, just because, like, I have the Blu-ray. I love it. Another one is classic horror movie. I'm trying to think what would, like, represent my taste the most. And I think it comes down to, like, practical effects. You know, I love... I'm such a sucker. Yeah. Is it really? (laughs) Is it really? I'm (laughs) such a sucker for practical (laughs) effects. And and especially there was a period of time uh, where it was, like, the Wild West, you know, on in making films and uh, you know, if you were they were just, at, they were just like creating bombs on accident and shit like, with chemicals and just just almost killing everybody involved. Yeah. And I love that. I love the the element that that adds. You to the of the title movie? movie? Yeah, I haven't yet. I was kind of. I felt like I was doing a smooth lead in, and then I realized I was. I was kind of trailing off. Are you, not get, are you the, the thing? The thing. The thing. Right. Uh, I guess this. You did guess this. He he looked at the poster that I have on the wall. I don't know what gave it away. Maybe it's the big, giant framed poster on my wall. Yeah. But Rob Bottin's work on this movie. Mm-mm. Can we talk about it? Let's talk. I mean, about it. he just said, you know what? Oh, you want goopy? Oh, you want you want the uh, the uh, the ultimate in alien terror? <laughs> <laughs> you want that? That's the subtitle for the for the film. That's the tagline. It is the tagline. You know, he delivered. He was, he was mixing, like, he was making, like, bubblegum-like substances that were so flammable, they would, like, people were passing out around them, like, like shit was blowing up. They like, don't make them like that. No, I they mean, he, there were whole storyboards and designs that he was doing just for, like, machines, like, like fucking stupid, like, machines he was making to squeeze goop out of places that goop shouldn't come out of. I, I love that. I love that shit so much. And Kurt Russell is so fun in this. He's so cool as R.J. McCready and, or McCready, I don't know how to say it, because he's ready for any situation. Kurt Russell yeah.
0: is—he's <laughs> so bonafide superstar. Okay,
1: this is an interesting story. Walt Disney, you know Kurt the Russell. Walt Disney, you know. Yeah, I know. Not him. a great man, but <laughs> I've heard of him. Founded an empire. His yeah. dying words, his la- the last words he ever, ever said. He didn't really say them. He wrote them down. He wrote two words on a piece of paper. Do you know what those two words were? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I was gonna say Kurt Motherfucking Russell, but that <laughs> yes, he insane. didn't write that. <laughs> Did he watch? Did he curse? Did what? Did Walt? Did he curse? Do you think? Did he curse
0: him? No, I think because then you know then then there's just this this lineage of of no, he, this, this legacy of movies. He has one of mm-hmm. those careers. Him mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, another one. They had those yeah. careers where they was mm-hmm. starting like the most iconic and, and all the best iconic movies, movies of all time. Oh yeah.
1: And Kurt Russell, you could watch his worst movie, and it's still better than, like, most movies, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, um, I picked up Breakdown randomly and watched it, and I thought it would be, like, a mid-tier thriller, and it was great. It was phenomenal. It was just a total blast. Um, Man, I love Kurt Russell.
0: I love Kurt Russell.
1: And I love the thing. And I love John Carpenter. He's fine with that beard. I love the tension of that movie I love the the just the practical effects you can't beat the the fucking spider grab head guy walking yeah, around that's always fucking, recreated in everything oh, it's so cool yeah it's so fun I, I love the thing I, that's the only way I could put it there's so many others that that's I w- wish I could say instead but I, I can't because the thing is it used to be my favorite movie of all time and I, I think I could still it could still occupy that spot that's fair that's
0: fair so that's fine for me that's
1: fine that's crazy <sighs> I feel, I feel weird about, I feel so limited. Yeah. I do too. I was like, we We're should talk
0: bring ten. a movie, we'll bring a movie each week, and we'll, we'll yeah, go for Yeah, we'll it. discuss something. Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm a toss-up too for this last one. I want to see if you can guess it that I'm going to Oh, fuck. Um, it's, it's a comedy. It's a screwball comedy. A <coughs> um, screwball comedy? It's, it's got some screwball kind of slapstick okay. moments. Okay, Um, it's not as old as you think it is. It was in the 80s. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, okay. no. Um, I this is a movie that I loved to game, oh, fuck. and so when the movie came out, I was obsessed. When I was a kid, this was all I watched, and uh, it's just another sick oh. movie. And I remember laughing as a kid, like the score, the little the little goofy score. Hmm. It's so good. I'm not. Um, I'm guessing I, I, I have an idea I worked it actually Really? It was a movie party And I was server Because I requested to work it I have, I have absolutely no clue You dressed me up for this movie Oh the game I was thinking video game Okay got it Yeah Who do you think it is? It's Clue Yes It's Clue It's Clue Yes I love this movie It's such a good <laughs> movie I didn't know it was like One of your favorites I knew you loved it, mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. My review if, my review of it Let's see if I can find it I do love Clue it says, if I could have a fifth letterbox favorite, it'd be this film. Oh, yeah. It 2019, when I rewatched it. Re-watched it. <sighs> love this movie. I remember to get a blockbuster with a VHS. Yeah. And I, used to, I love how they have the multiple endings. They sent mm-hmm. that out. Now right. it's all one big ending, but they sent out the multiple right. endings to theaters. Really? So everyone got a different ending. That's so cool. So people walk out. Like, like, what did you get? And then it would be like, this one. So I think that's really, that's really cool it's creative. part of that. Because like, it's a clue. Like, if multiple people could have yeah. done it. So um, love it. Love the cast. I love the banter. The chemistry. Mm-hmm. I love the slapstick screwball comedy of it all. Oh yeah. Uh, Tim Curry in that movie he, is just a powerhouse. He's so. Good. Leslie Ann Warren yes. as Miss Scarlet is so funny. Um, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Followed Lloyd. in that. Ugh. Uh. T- I don't know. What's his name? McKean? Michael McKean. Michael McKean as Mr. Green. Mr. Green. Madeline Kahn yeah. as Miss See, I just love the cast. The cast Great is cast. what makes the movie. It's hilarious. such a fun ensemble and. They just they
1: bring their all and they bounce off of each other so well. They do. I feel like I it's hard mean, to find an off awesome level comedy like this now. No, yeah. They don't make them like they this. try. They um, do try. And and it just doesn't hit the same way.
0: I think most like one that's like this. I can't even think of one that's like this. If I wanted to try to
1: distill like what separates Clue from other movies, it it's tough because it's so unreasonably funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so funny. And, and there's such a just slop at the bottom. It did not hit when it first yeah. came out. I think it just, I think it just, it's timeless in its humor, the way it sets up jokes. Um,
0: <laughs> it is, so it's very funny. funny. It's very sarcastic. I think it's where get it a lot of
1: my sense of humor, too. It, it really is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that, like, a lot of times you're telling a joke and the setup is the, is the punchline, mm-hmm. you know? And that kind of is how Clue plays out. It's like, the setup is the punchline. It's almost like if the setup was one of those big, uh... What are those machines called where it's like the fucking like it's like Pee Wee Herman, he like hits the thing and it starts the ball starts rolling and it like hits the fucking thing and then the Domino effect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. a there's a name Mousetrap. Rube Goldberg machine.
0: I never would have guessed that. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good old Rube Goldberg. I, never guessed that. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that, and that it's like setting it up, and you can feel where it's going to, and you know it's just going to be something stupid and small, but the setup is what's funny. I, I love that yeah. about Clue. That's a great pick. I was surprised. I had a different one. What was it's the other one? I thought you were going to say Speed Racer. Uh, you I love Speed Racer. I love Speed Racer.
0: That's such a, that's such a classic.
1: <laughs> we, we saw Speed Racer together. Yeah, that, was that was so, so fun. One. I, I cried. I cried. That's as our collective. Yeah, air. that we're gonna put that out there as our collective, like together six. We we bought one. Okay. We're gonna buy one because okay. speed racer, speed racer, so good. So such a good movie. John
0: Good. Susan. Susan. Oh, Susan.
1: Susan. And an, oh my. Oh, God. Christina Ricci. Yeah, and Emil Hirsch, who like has had an interesting career, career, yeah. um, kind of controversial. Yeah, I mean. Y- you know, drugs are crazy you know mm-hmm. uh, but man if you watch him in Speed Racer you would you would never guess like so where his, his trajectory was going to go It's great in it everybody's great in it and it's it's crazy how panned it was critically panned yeah and it's crazy how the Wachowskis have this knack for for they came at a time whenever CGI it, 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 it every other movie that came out at this time that used a lot of CGI was it does not hold up yeah and everything before used practical effects to the max and so it looks great um and in general i'm kind of anti-cgi mm-hmm. i'm not a big cgi fan uh, i think it has to be done in a way that feels handmade that feels artistic right like avatar is a good example i think avatar will always look good because they take so much time and effort mm-hmm. into it even though it looks a little dated it still holds up Yeah. When you're using that level of cg you kind of i i've always sort of seen it as that's the only option um but the wachowskis came at a time when cg was kind of at its worst where it was like rubbery and weird and it didn't look fake enough and it didn't look real enough it yeah was somewhere yeah. in between everything else from there is kind of an eyesore whereas what they did with the matrix of course but with speed racer especially mm-hmm. is they just went maximal with it they just were like Fuck it throw it all at the wall and because of that, it has this completely unique aesthetic that, that nothing else really has that, like, is so fucking cool. It's this, is, like, pop art, fun, it feels like the, the, the show does. It's so...
0: I love that movie. I really do. I do, too. It's one of my favorites. I remember watching theaters with my dad and my brother, and, and my, my mom. mom. I think my mom was there. Mm. My dad loved the show when he was a kid. Yeah. So he's had a little game of computer that he would play and you could like you could be in the mod five. You could be in it. Yeah, no. you would like drive it and, and like, you would like jump you push like five and like do the spikes. You would no jump. It, was, it was a desktop game. That's sick. I don't even know what it was called, but I remember playing that a lot. Probably like Ghost So League. when this movie came out. I think it was Ghost. Yeah. Sure. When, when the movie game game, came out, we first in line to fucking see this movie. Um, but yeah, I love it. The score the ending where he's trying where he gets back and he but when he, like, remember when he, uh, in the final race and he's in that little, little yes. and he like, oh, the crowd's like going silent yeah. and then he just does it and like, and the whole crowd cheers. Silence. I almost cheered. No, I know. I wanted to go. You want cheer. to get out of your seat. You want to go,
1: go speed racer. And he crossed awesome. the finish
0: line in first place. Oh my God.
1: Crying. It, yeah. That, what's weird is I also cried during speed Racer. I have a bit of a nostalgia element to it. Me and my brother would watch it, but I, would, I back then. I thought it was a little goofy, a little weird. Mm-hmm. But I like. I was like, why can't I stop watching this? It's really funny. I thought it, I, at the time, I thought it was bad. And I'm like, why can't I stop watching this? It's so fun. Yeah. But, it would crack me up the Chim Chim stuff. love. I love Chim monkeys. Spritel and Chim Chim. Yeah, Spritel and Chim Chim. Halloween <laughs> custards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, I, it just. I'm sitting there, and and Susan Sarandon's is talking about motherhood, and I just start tearing up. I don't know why.
0: When she said, "You take my breath away," yeah. it's it's over. Oh it's over. I'm oh in tears. My God, that movie is so emotionally
1: <laughs> potent for what it is. You know, yeah. it's an adaptation of of kind of a cult classic anime, and it's a Western live action adaptation, which and it also uses all this CG. It's all these elements of, of things that I fucking hate. I hate live-action western adaptations of anime. I hate overuse of CG. Um, and somehow, they throw it all together and mm-hmm. they make just the greatest movie of all time. Because it has heart. It has heart. It has so much heart. It's got... Heart. <laughs> it has heart. I just thought of something about it. What? It has heart. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Um, that's crazy. That's the way. I would it has heart. It. That's wild.
0: Okay. So those are our favorites. Those are our favorites. That's a lot.
1: It is a lot. It was like twelve total. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We could we I we could keep going on. Honestly, movies. but I think
1: but, uh, now we should sw- segue maybe yeah. into um, so we've also talked about talking about film news and we've talked about talking about what I think we should just get out of the way what we want with this
0: podcast for sure right unreal what is unreal I'm, I'm gonna be so unreal with you guys no <laughs> you, did you cam that one you canned it up over yeah there. I you did put it in a jar I did for later shake it up <laughs> shake it up a little so it would... um so, yeah <laughs> so I think really what this is like I like the idea of us doing little maybe some little like if something big happens like a right. casting news like director yeah. like Something happened. I think we will obviously covered that, um, but we also want to get some people on here, some of our friends who are also movie lovers, right. to come and talk about their favorite movies, our favorite movie right. of theirs, that, what made them. Some of them are our film majors, some of them, you know, are writers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be nice to hear from a different, another perspective, where it's like, yeah, what made you fall in love with film? Yeah, why is so important to you? Why is the movie important to you? Because yeah. I think it's also because film is. One of the highest and uh, most regarded art mediums that really just bring mm-hmm. people together. Absolutely. And I, and I think that we could always use that.
1: Well, it, it's not an angle that is seen enough. I feel like is the community behind mm-hmm. film. I mean, oftentimes that's kind of what the podcast represents is like people talking about film, but it's usually like two dudes talking about it or they're interviewing someone who's directly involved in like blockbusters or whatever. Yeah. I w- love the idea. That we can sit and talk with someone, uh, maybe not every episode, but yeah. you know, for most of the episodes to sit and talk with like a guest who's just like a friend, a bud, or someone who's interested in film, who's who's involved in some way, um, more as an independent filmmaker, or as just a friend, like like, or just a fan, you know, and just talk about why they love movies. I love that. I think you put it perfectly. Is that like there's so much. I mean. For me, where the, the idea kind of spawned from is is, uh, at work. We both work in a movie theater, and everyone there is a film fan to mm-hmm. a certain degree. Some of them are super into, like, rom-coms. Some of them are super into horror movies. And they all bring, like, such unique angle. And talking, like, at work at the Alohas, is what we call it. It's where, you know, the DOS is. Um, we have such great banter and conversations. And I learned so much from these people that are, like... And some of it's true, some of it's myth, some of it's legend, and it's awesome. Either way, it's so fun, and I feel like that should be packaged and delivered to the world so they can yeah. hear people, like, <clears throat> just wax poetic about their favorite shit in the world, you know? And I love
0: that. I would love like to bring a very more positive spin to the film community, because I feel right. like film Twitter, film <sighs> pros yeah. have put a very negative spin on, like, how toxic oh, yeah. a lot of people can be in the film community. And it's very true. It's very true. And I think mean, not everybody's like that. Like I think that we there are some filmmakers oh, yeah. that we have at work. It ultimately but not in is a community,
1: right? I mean, it is a community. There's a lot of tug of war. There's a lot of like, you know, tribalism, so to speak. There's this camp and that camp, but like, at the end of the day, we all love the movies. That's why we're that's why we're arguing about it. That's why we're yelling about it. You'll probably see us argue. We or have. See it. We have some. I have hot takes. T- <laughs> t- <laughs> famously. And you has cold, hot I don't have cold takes. Tap, you know, (laughs) tapping. Just the word. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) We both have hot takes. Hot takes. um, Different takes. Yeah, and I think that is what's beautiful. I love being disagreed with, and I love disagreeing. I'm not contrarian, but I love robust conversation. I do too. I love whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be really fun, and you know what? If I could sum up my hope for Unreal, in in one, in one, you know how I say it. How? It's gonna have heart. (laughs) It's going to be just like Speed Racer. This is the Speed Racer podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is. Yeah, we're doing everything. It's maximalist. We're talking about films. We're talking about film news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about. We're talking to people about film. Yeah. We're doing it all. We're going to do it all. We're, we're going to do it all. that heart. we can. Yeah.
0: Yeah, with heart and friendship. I'm Susan Sarandon. That checks out. Yeah. Because of my. I'm
1: not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Big Naturals. Cut. <laughs> and you're John Goodman. <laughs> I have the mustache. And you, you would probably fight ninjas. Yeah, we both have Yeah, I, c- I could fight ninjas. Um, okay, so, yeah. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, that's unreal, is is a podcast experience. I thought we kind of toyed with a few titles. Um, we did. A lot of them were taken. I, I loved the idea of, like, silver linings, like silver screen. But I think that's taken. That was taken. We had, taken.
0: like,
1: real talk, keeping it real. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. There was, really it's cool.
0: hard to find a podcast name mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean we, I wasn't in love with Unreal at first and now I'm obsessed with Unreal I think it's, I think it's great I was a little worried it wouldn't separate us you know mm-hmm. what I mean from from the pack because it sounds like a lot of those but I think it, I'm, I'm obsessed with it because we're, we're deconstructing film we're, we're tackling the film community you know we're breaking it up we're, we're kind of getting to the heart of it and I think that's what's so cool about the title is it's Unreal got this, you know, spool is real. You know, you get it.
0: (laughs) I get (laughs) it, I get it. And I'm very excited to see um, where we go, what we do, who we talk to, where this might take us, you know. Right now it's just just for fun. This is just me and Grayson having the time of our lives talking.
1: You know what, the rest of this conversation?
0: Unstructured. Unstructured. Formal. Or informal. 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 Yeah. We'll, We'll also play with the format a little bit. This is the first episode. Yeah. We're not sure, like... We probably won't have like a structured format because the way we our com- the way we talk, our conversations are very just kind of organic, organic kind of random. They will. We'll get to the point eventually. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. We'll get yeah. to the point eventually.
1: We we dance around it. We kind of do. If there's a bush, we can beat around. Mm-hmm. We, sure da- we beat we're beating around that bush. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, I I, I I I what the hell? I sort of have a stammer
0: that will come through and hopefully. Be I do too. Them. I'm trying to work on it. Yeah. Podcast. When I get really excited, I just talk really fast, exactly. and so like my words mm-hmm. don't come out. Yeah, um, it's a bit of a stammer, as I would like them
1: to. Yeah, um, <coughs> sometimes I'm more articulate than others. I think um, I like the idea of coming in with like a couple of bullet points and then just running with it. I Have like, wow, my bullet points ready. Yeah, just those things to just those <laughs> points to hit, and then everything else is just flow. Yeah, everything else is the is the meat and potatoes. Yeah. No, those are the yeah yeah. Or meat and potato I don't know how to make a stew the bullet points or the plate I don't know how to make a stew. we're the meat and potatoes we're the meat and potatoes aww <laughs> okay so you're the meat <laughs> you're the potatoes I'm Irish I'm meat I mean I'm I'm potatoes are you sure? I don't know I don't want to be potatoes
0: you're a big meaty boy
1: I'm not a big meaty well yeah you just am gaining to eat some meat you I'm like, gaining you some like to meat, eat lately. meat lately I need to me too. start working out again uh, the yeah, yeah if, if we go on this one <laughs> I hate running. Do you just do calisthenics? Do you just, like, pull-ups and push-ups and That's fun right. stuff? What are you you doing can doing try it in here with the weighted, the weight
0: vest. It'll, It'll be, be great. It'll be so fun. I a not
1: Well, you don't have to do the vest, But you can.
0: We're not a workout podcast.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> All of this is going to be cut. It's awesome. Um, okay, so. Sort of, not chill news. Not like, ooh, film news. It's What's the con, con film?
0: film festival. It is the con film festival. Johnny Depp, how do you feel about that? No, i oh, kidding. Dude. I'm just kidding. Okay, hey, I'll, I'll give you the Brie Larson answer. Okay. Uh, you're asking me that?
1: I don't <laughs> see the correlation between myself and him.
0: I think Brie Larson gets way too much hate for no reason. A lot of hate. She literally She, went, she literally got selected to be on a jury and then mm-hmm. trying to. Yeah. For what? For She's what? Captain Marvel. I'm saying. I th- I, I have a soft spot for Brie Larson. Um, it wasn't favorite one of my tweets. Short Term Twelve was one of my first like independent movies. Yes, that I like. Really I love loved that movie. Yet. That's why I follow up Brie Larson. I love Brie Larson. Oh, actually, United you know, States of Terror. thats where I fell in love Brie Larson. That show with uh, Tony Collette. Ooh, I don't know what that is. Uh, John Corbett, I think, is his name. It's where she has multiple personality disorder, I think. Uh, it's acclaimed. Oh, so. I think Tony Collette won like a mm. for it. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, United States of Terror. Oh,
1: like... I know what you're talking about. You're talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, was that, looked that weird. show. <laughs> so I didn't watch it, but it's, I should. It's so good. I didn't know it was so Collette. Yeah, it was. I've always said Tony Collette. I think it's Colette, but I don't I really think, know. I think you're right. I don't know. I just like E. So those e, are personalities. E, T. Colette. E. I forgot the
0: name. Buck. Mm. But I used to love watching I watched it a couple times, like, through, like, at least three times through. And Brie oh, Larson's in yeah. this. She's the
1: daughter. I love Brie Larson. You know what? We, we love Brie Larson. We're Brie Larson Defenders. we got to get her out of the <coughs> Marvel project. You know, the Marvel, the slosh bin. we got to get her out. I love her. Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, that was the that was the tweet. I know you said that was the one I quoted. Um, okay, so yeah, so film news. We've got con. We've got, you we got know. A, a lot of con traverses. <laughs> it's pretty good. That was actually That was off rip. Um I, I think <laughs> <laughs> We should you know what? Let's laugh about that.
0: We <laughs> can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> pause for joke, please. Pause, pause
1: for, pause for laughter. Is the audience laughing? Yeah, the live studio. We are recording in front of a live studio <laughs> audience. Um, it's raining outside. Uh, yeah, editor, put in put in the laugh track there. I will. I think yeah. it's on here. On Yeah. <laughs> I think we will find it on here. That'd be fun. Well, we, can, we can just sample one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... Um, um, I'm trying to look up... I'll have to take notes on my... Most all, for next week.
1: yeah, definitely. All I have been thinking about mm-hmm. is Marty. Martin Scorsese. I really have. Because of that interview that everyone reposted with the caption like, fuck, or damn, or... Ah, damn. Or like, don't say that, Marty, please. Mm-hmm. Is... He's talking about Akira Kurosawa. You know, yeah. getting his Oscar at 80. Yeah. And saying, you know, I so many stories to tell and i and i don't have the time i'm just not seeing what film can do and i don't have the time and and this is akira kurosawa greatest filmmaker of all time arguably you know yes. set, like he did not miss once and all his movies are like in the top you know 100 at least and you know you've got marty who's like second only to akira arguably like just an amazing track record. Silence is one of my favorite movies. I think it's astounding. I think the... the after, after Hours. Oh my god. I'm, I'm so excited for Killers of the Flower Moon. And he's old now. Yeah, you know? And Yeah, long ass. I love long movies.
0: Um, I'll just say the theaters. Oh yeah. If we so,
1: get We be better. Um, but yeah, so he says, you know, I'm old. I read things. I want to tell stories. and I, And I don't have time. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't say that, Marty. Please. That's so sad. It's, it's so heartbreakingly sad. Aging is so scary.
0: But Hank's also the thing is, like, is, like, no matter how mm-hmm. old you are, you're always learning. Right, absolutely. Is even one of the most well-acclaimed... He's a goat. Yeah, one of the best directors of all time. Yeah. Everyone loves and respects, like, everyone. Yeah. And if he's, like like I'm still learning Mm. like I have things I want to do still like it's just like right it just proves the fact that like there really is you never stop learning there is no H that That, you know what I'm capped
1: this is why I love you you just put a positive spin on that on that sweet little sad moment that I was (laughs) I was just I've been so broken up about this for the past like two days two days you have been and and you're like you know what never stop learning I love that that's very sweet That's, that's very poignant um yeah. So that's kind of my news that I'm bringing to the table. Anything interesting that you've been thinking about? Any movies that you're really excited about? Mm. Upcoming movies. I We could talk about movies. this. we. <coughs> There's a lot this year.
0: There's a ton. Yeah. And There's next so year... Cool. Past Lives. Past
1: Lives. <gasps> that movie's going to... When I tell you I want to cry... Oh. <laughs> yeah. I won't cry because I'm a big, masculine, meaty man. As you... you said. You are a but, but I will but sob. <laughs> <laughs> I will sob, probably. Um, oh man, yeah. Past lives looks beautiful. Um, past lives looks so good. It looks so good. We've got *Killers of the Flower Moon*. As mentioned, it's yes. gonna be an amazing, epic. People are saying it's like Transition. just so fucking um, astoundingly good. And the Osage Nation. I'm actually a big advocate for indigenous rights mm-hmm. and and not washing over indigenous histories. Which um, America loves to do. Loves to do. So I think it's cool that Marty's tackling this story. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big Western fan. Right. But I have faith in Martin.
1: Yeah, I think you'll be surprised. I don't think it's like a big like Western, Western kind of film. I mean, it takes place in this time period, but I think we've, we've got a really slow burn drama on our hands. You know, yeah. I think we've got something... Complicated, more about government conspiracies to commit genocide and and uh, steal oil away from right. That's that's gonna be really interesting. I think that's that should be. Fun. I'm also excited for Napoleon. Speaking of long movies. Oh, Ridley Scott. No, Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. That's all Ridley. What a cool name, by the way. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. I love that he has. Did you hear about what this? He has. Name? Yeah, that's his real name. I think uh, that's what he goes by at least. Um, Ridley Scott. Have you heard of this? No. He is so old, and he's just making movies. And he has a cot that folds out, and he lays on it and takes little naps. between that's so funny. shoots, and it's Ridley's cot, like his cot, you know? Oh, okay. He's 85. 85. And you know what? Still making bangers. House of Gucci, not great. Did not watch. Not great. I left the theater thinking it was great as, like, the comedy of the year. Yeah. And then someone told me, no, it was supposed to be serious. drama, right? I said, What? What Jared Leto going oh mamma mia that was so <laughs> funny dude every scene in that had me in tears laughing I thought it was so funny I think if you approach that that's gonna have a cult classic following as like the greatest comedy I think them. so and line Lano
0: definitely has oh yeah
1: and uh... and then I, I'm I'm a I'm a Last Duel defender and Last Duel oh yeah. never seen Last Duel either I'm a defender I think. A lot of people are, it doesn't have, they, they say it doesn't have nuance, but I think it does. Yeah. I think it really does. And I, I think, sure, it doesn't, um, it doesn't hold, it doesn't pull any punches, uh, and that can be a bit of a problem, but I, I really do think it's, it's a, a pretty good movie. Um, I want to watch it. Yeah, and if you're an 85-year-old <coughs> man in Hollywood, which is like one of the most gluttonous, rapacious, like evil Enterprises surrounding sexual assault and things like that. Mm -hmm. I would never expect him to have good takes, (laughs) or to to present a (laughs) film on that subject that's actually like well done and with nuance. Um, That's fair. And I think Ridley's just he's just making movies.
0: He's just out here making movies. He's just doing what he loves. Yeah, like all of us.
1: I I think Napoleon's gonna be
0: fun. Uh, I want to see that. I want to set it for Poor Things. Oh, Poor Things. The New Yorgos York film. Yeah. Uh, Dune Part 2. I've never seen Dune Part 1, but we're going to watch it. Dune Part 1. Oh I'm excited God. for... Part 2 is going to be a blast. Uh,
1: Maxine. Maxine. When that comes out, that's Maxine's going to be fun. You mentioned Poor Things. I have an interesting <laughs> take on Poor Things because I think it's going to be great. Um, so, Poor Things, unfortunately, the trailer released at a time when the main discourse lately has been like the ai trailers Mm -hmm. and ai scaring and stuff i think ai art is horrendous i think it's Mm -hmm. um i think it's problematic i think it's anti-art i think it's anti-human i think it's anti-spirit and creativity and all of it right yeah um and unfortunately the poor things trailer had that unique aesthetic and feel of the ai generated ones
0: I can kind of see that. In the you boat, see what i like
1: Yeah, the boat scene and like all the backgrounds—the way that it has this like fleshy texture, mm-hmm. you know—which I think is a cool and unique aesthetic. But it has been, that's kind of the go-to for the weird AI. You know. Yeah. Thing right now, um, which I, I I don't think is really its fault. Uh, I think it, it's it was only like
0: thirty seconds, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. Hopefully, the next video doesn't look as bad. I think it's gonna be a blast. I thought it looked. I, I want to it looks clear. fun I, thought, I think it looks great it looks great. fun I'm excited yeah. to see this movie I think Stone so, looks great yeah and Rami Rami Youssef uh, is in this movie and I love Rami, I Rami Youssef I love him have you watched the show Rami? I watched I the first did. episode I, I really love, really love that show yeah and George Comical's in it mm, love our boy Christopher <sighs> Abbott is in it <sighs> our boy Christopher Abbott You know who you are God
1: um we've got we've got Wonka we've got Wonka I was not excited about Wonka I was I was you, telling you it, just the other day that I think it's gonna be terrible and then, Timothée, oh, oh, Timmy, he, he Timmy came Sham. through. Tim Sham, Tim as Sham. I as I call him, hey, people close to him can say that, mm-hmm. um, and I am close to him. You know him Tim Sham. <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> he came out in an interview and said that he thinks we live in a in a cynical and dark and, and difficult time, and he wants to make a happy, sweet film for kids, and for families, and for people to enjoy. I said, Timmy. old Tim Cham. You know, <laughs> you, know exact, you know exactly the right way to say it.
0: Because F- it's very true. Yeah.
1: I thought it was going to be like a Riverdale, like, oh, we're making Wonka cool now. Like, oh, he's <clears throat> fucking. But it sounds like they're just going to have fun with it. So I'm the excited. The
0: synopsis is, a young Willy Wonka embarks on a mission to spread joy through his chocolate, which quickly becomes a phenomenon.
1: It's gonna be. It's gonna be the Lord. Paul,
0: Paul King. Oh, he did Paddington. I oh, have, it's gonna I be, It's loved. gonna be great. It's gonna be
1: I good. Loved. uh you know what? It might be the best of the year. Oh, beating <laughs> <well>, <laughs> out
0: Barbie and Oppenheimer, no, Asteroid City.
1: I uh, never mind. This year's crazy. it's Stacked.
0: This year is stacked. Yeah, but they're all big movies. I feel it, like last year we a lot was of soft, independent films. Yeah. Like they're really good, like the powerful, fun, but right. Tar. But well, After Sun. After Sun. Um, oh my god. Banshees of Inisherin, which we saw. Banshees. that's probably was so good.
1: My secret favorite. It's not. I don't think Banshees was the best movie of last year, but yeah, I think it's my it's favorite. One of my it yeah. was a good movie. Um, I feel like they had, a lot, they
0: had a lot. of like soft independent yeah, films last year, but this is their big film.
1: Well, that's exactly it. Is is all the blockbusters from last year, the last half, were supposed to be. They got uh, pushed back then. But they got pushed back into this year, yeah. and it left a huge window where all the you know, all the independent films, all the ones that wouldn't normally be seen, were you know, kind of got the limelight for a second. I think mm-hmm. that was a good, I think that was a good point in time.
0: It's a nice, nice little. It's refreshing. Yeah,
1: it really is. Um,
0: but these look, These are all look great.
1: They all do, and I'm excited
0: for. That's a lot of movies this year. Really probably
1: awesome. the most excited for Asteroid City. I think I'm gonna love it. I loved French Dispatch. Everything that Wes has been putting out has been like compounding, compounding on itself to become like even better and better. And I think he's in his, I think he's in his golden era
0: at the moment. I really do. We all know that I'm not. I have not seen a lot of Austin Anderson movies. Yeah, it's I been got a the journey. In your cinema, it's been a whole. Um, yeah. but I have seen some big, some big hitters. So I'm not yeah. like completely in, in the dark. Yeah. But I, I am excited for Ashwood City. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, on like, top like, I love mm-hmm. Nope last year. Yes. Nope was good. So yes. someone said Wes Anderson West Anderson version of Nope. But I a am really very, very excited <laughs> for this one. <movie. laughs> yeah,
1: like, that trailer just makes me laugh. It, it's it's Wes mm-hmm. finds a way to make, you know, Wes. I'm on a first name basis of all everybody. You're everybody. in the industry. Yeah, Marty, Wes, <laughs> Tim <laughs> Cham. <laughs> They're all uh it, Wes finds a way to find Humors, like a, an insane amount of humor in just line delivery oh like the script can be not funny and he's still you're still laughing yeah like that kid saying but now there's an alien like that <laughs> is funny as shit for for no reason <laughs> i don't know why like that is one of my favorite delivery trailers. has a lot to do with how jokes can oh yeah i think that's i think that's my favorite trailer of the past little mm. one intro- trailer making is a whole art you know? oh yeah
0: it is yeah
1: so I'm excited for that one. I'm for that one. The Batman Part 2? Is, is that? Is that... Uh, is that he coming? comes out
0: next year. Yeah. There's only five in two years.
1: <sighs> clayface. How are they going to do Clayface? I don't know. I really hope they lean into it and have a big goopy boy. I, I want a goopy boy. I want a Rob Bottin clay face. I don't want some guy who, like, has a mask made of clay.
0: Ugh. I think mean, that's probably for that direction. <sighs> Damn. But I think they want Batman to be more mm-hmm. earth. Down to Earth. More realistic, right, in right, a right, sense. Right. Yeah, grounded. Which, tactical, grounded, yeah. Because right. I mean, it worked really well in the first movie. I love The Batman. Yeah. I've got it
1: in my DVD player at the moment. Are you watching it? I got halfway through it, but it was 4 a.m., so I went to sleep. Last
0: night? No, the other night. Oh. Two nights we're... ago. Yeah. Because Jonathan hates superhero movies, but he mm-hmm. said that the he thinks is true, like not realistic. Not right. Like, the Batman. The Batman's a good one for And him. it's a good one to watch. Yeah. So we're going to have to watch that one soon. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Mickey17. Bong Joon-ho. I have no idea if that's good. What, what, I love Robert Pattinson. I love Bong Joon-ho. Yeun. Mark Ruffalo. This cast. The cast, all... Yeah, I don't know who Holiday Granger is. I don't know who she is. All amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. She's, She's British. Yeah, oh, she was in Air, Anna Karenina. Oops. I love Anna, and went, Anna.
0: no Miyake. I love Nomiyaki. Yeah. She was in... I Want to see somebody. That's not where I know her from, but she was in that.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I, I think it's... It is going to be a great movie. It's going to be good. I have no idea what it's about. Me neither. It's a book. Um, Furiosa. It's a book. It's a book. It's a an book mm. annotation. Oh. So there's a book about it. It's a little different. He said. Yeah. Book. So you finally saw Fury Road. I did. We Fury watched Road. that. It was amazing, astounding. It was so fun. And I'm a huge fan of George Miller. I defend his his movies that people no about one about else films. I think Babe, Pig in the City. It's, it's 10, out of 10, five stars. ten out of ten. Five stars. Happy feet Happy, feet. Happy Feet Two. A Thousand Years of Longing? I haven't seen it yet. He did The Wishes of Eastwood. People hated on it. Yeah, he did. He did. Another Susan Sarandon class. Susan Sarandon. Cher? Cher. 5% movie?
0: God. God. Oh,
1: wow. That is... Talk about
0: talk about a trio. For and, real. And who else? Jack? Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack? Isabella Rossellini is also in this movie. Oh, my No, I'm kidding. That's... No, that's death. That, that's death that before her. Death becomes her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrong
1: one. Um... So yeah, I'm unbelievably stoked for Curiosa. Uh, I think it's gonna be so good. Um, Avatar three. I'm an Avatar fan. You're not. I like. I
0: liked it. Well, yeah.
1: I think you're just you just you're just a bigger fan than anybody else. I think I am. I think I'm one of the biggest fans of Avatar. You are
0: in the world. I I liked the second movie more than I thought I would.
1: I think the second movie was just probably the best movie going experience. Love-
0: I love when movies take place in the water like New York yeah. Oceans I like that so oh, kind of yeah. like gravitated towards yeah, that yeah the Surf's idea. Up love Avatar 2 surf's
1: and up. Surf's Up are actually more similar than they are different
0: that's true I'm gonna write a thesis you should the <laughs> <laughs> next podcast is when you get it. <laughs> Transformers Rise of the Beasts okay I'm kind of excited for that I'm excited for it I'm excited. And, for it. It. and I hate it's not Michael Bay it's, it's Michael Bay produced movie. right it's Creed
1: 2 director Creed 2's director I, I like Creed 2 a lot uh, I don't think it's as good as the first. I don't think it's as good as the third. But it has some really nice shots. It has some really nice parallels. There's this part, you know, where he's, in the beginning, he's he's all ego, right, and he's mm-hmm. he's training underwater. He's doing these punches and he's all fast and he's all cool and he's all whatever. And it gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets hurt. He literally has to get rehab. And there's a scene of him back in the same pool, and he's doing like he can barely move his arms. Yeah he's doing the rehab and I think that is a fucking beautiful uh, that's cinema right there and uh people don't give Creed 2 enough credit so I, Creed 2. Like,
0: I a Rise of the Beast is, is gonna be this is great and it's a 90s, Glo- this is a 90s it's a 90s credit adventure that introduces the Maximus oh, yeah. Predacons and the Terracons oh yeah and setting it in the so 90s so is
1: so important because so, so much of the Transformers heyday was, was the 90s, 90s and the TV show yeah And so all, you know what it's gonna be oh good. movie of the year
0: Teenage, teenage Mutant, mutant, mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles Mutant man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the biggest
1: you Teenage are, Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Okay,
0: every time great says he's the biggest fan of our franchise, take a shot.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> and you know what? That's a lot of shots, but am I lying? <laughs> no, you're really not. I'm, I'm a media head. I love media. You and are I love t And t was my favorite growing up. I had... Do you remember those popcorn tins? Yes, yes. Those big popcorn tins that they had... They were like quadriceps. Mm-hmm. They had like, you know the caramel, the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I used to have the tins. I had three tins that were all in- team and tea you know? And I would just fucking watch the shit out of every version, every iteration, every show,
0: every movie. I watched the, the TV show when I was a kid, yeah. too. And it's I remember the... The original or the 2003? The, 2003 the original. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, yeah, the original. And I remember my brother was a little bit younger than me, so we would watch, like, Nickelodeon and, like, right. The no. newer ones came on. That the like like three D, no, like in the was it three D? No, it was like early two thousands.
1: Yeah, so that's two thousand three. Those know. ones were the ones that I grew up with the most, and they were like the grittier. grittier yeah, ones. those are fun too. Yeah, those are good too. That's my favorite version of the, of the teenage mutant ninja turtles. But I think this one, I, I think that one sort of set a negative precedent that I've talked about where it's. They're teenage. They're teenage mutant ninja yeah, yeah, And the original show, they're totally teenagers. They're goofy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, but but you have the 2003 one, and, and the live-action movies, and they're like just adult mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. You know, they're just like,
0: they're just like, hey, we gotta go kick this guy's ass, you know? <laughs> Um now I'm excited that there are actually teens, cast and yeah. it. it looks so, and the animation it's looks gorgeous so the cast is and stacked. then
1: putting the rest of your your budget and like cast into the villains is so important. Yeah. Because team and T is nothing without its villains. You know, classics, iconic mm-hmm. villains. Mm-hmm. So I'm go. excited for that one. Oh yeah. Well there's so many movies coming out. So and many. Um any
0: other good ones coming out? I'm a bunch. Um, I mean into there's the Spider Verse. So many, yeah, Into the Spider Verse like is gonna
1: come out. I'll be honest. I am a huge Spider-Man fan, probably the biggest Spider-Man fan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shot um, it. I don't think. And I love into the I love into the Spider Verse, um, but Across the Spider Verse looks a little bit. The the second trailer, the newest trailer that came out, I didn't I didn't love. Okay. what I saw. I thought it looked a little rough. I'll be honest. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a hot take. It's a hot take. Because I've been really excited you know, I think maybe I'm just tired of waiting. And yeah. I'm like just release it all. And also we see the same like
0: trailer all the, the time. The same trailer twenty four seven. We're right? in the movie theater, so <clears> like, We, we saw that already, the but we're servers in a movie theater, so <sighs> it's even worse because we're, we're literally watching we're movie. in there. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible seven. Yeah, how did I not mention Mission Impossible Seven? I'm
1: Fast Ten. Not <laughs> Fast Ten. We're not gonna brush <laughs> over Mission Impossible <laughs> part seven. Go ahead and say it. Say it. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Say it. Oh my god, I am. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> the biggest mission impossible. The thing. biggest mission impossible thing. <laughs> I love. So actually, I don't think that's true because <laughs> <laughs> I love the first one. Yeah. I think the second one's pretty okay. Yeah. I am a defender of the second. I think John Woo is cool, and that's why. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, sure, he moves the camera way too much. Sure, it's flashy, like goofy, campy, like whatever. But those are all reasons to love it I think um, I hate J.J. Abrams
0: you do hate J.J.
1: Abrams sort of I think J.J. Abrams is a bad writer I think he's a bad director but I think he is one of the greatest producers, producers of all time um, his work with Bad Robot mm-hmm. gave lovely, us right? yeah it gave us some of the greatest some of my favorite directors Matt Reeves we were just talking about the Batman love oh, Matt Reeves love the, the Apes, trilogy loved. and, and um, cloverfield all the cloverfield oh, stuff i so love good. except paradox of course i never saw i saw cloverfield <sighs> you cloverfield. saw 10 cloverfield lane yeah so that's and that's the guy that did pray also mm-hmm. produced love by, Bre- and that was so, so good so much so, Bre- refreshing yeah and so was 10 cloverfield lane and you get all these great directors that otherwise would not have had a platform without him you know producing it um so, yeah, I, I don't hate J.J. Abrams as a person. I just don't think he should be behind the camera. Okay. You know?
0: I respect your opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, but
0: I'm indifferent to J.J. I mean, I've never really watched a ton of his movies. Yeah. There's never saw the Star Trek movies. He did those, right?
1: Yes. And the first one was pretty good. I saw The second one was terrible. The third one was Justin Lin. And you know I love Justin Lin. You do. Fast and That and fast. was great. That was great.
0: Um, He's mostly a producer.
1: Yeah, but definitely. he direct? Not too Super much. 8. The really bad Star Wars. Two of them. Super 8 was okay, too. I saw them in theaters. I'm pretty sure. I did My not. Dad. I saw that from Redbox. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I did see them the no theaters. No fanning. Let's go. Um, I'm a Dakota fanning stand. Me too. All the fannings. I'm a fan of the fanning. Oh, you're, you're a fanning. We're fanning. We're fanning right now. Yeah. Um, Kyle Chandler. I like, I like Kyle Chandler a lot. I think he's great. He's so good. Yeah. Underrated. Great character actor. He's very underrated. I think Manchester by the Sea. He was, was really great. good in Game Night. Game Night. He was great. Game Night. At, um, he wrote Joyride. He did. I he wrote write. Write. <laughs> Um Oh, what else? What else, else? Oh, yeah. Mission Impossible. Love the first. Love the second. And the Christopher McQuarrie ones. Astounding. I think they're just better than ever. And I'm so excited for this. Yeah. He just goes, you know what? We're going to take all these stunts. We're going to make them the best ever. We're going to have... Just nonstop action. He knows how to make an action blockbuster. The Brad Bird one gets a little too much credit, I think. I love Brad Bird. Which one well, was that one? That was the fourth one, Ghost Protocol. Okay, I heard the name. And it, and it, it revived the franchise. It rebooted it in a way that was smart and fun, and um, but it just it doesn't really hold a candle next to even Rogue Nation. I love Rogue Nation, the fifth one.
0: I've a single one. That's crazy. We're gonna watch them all. I want to before the new one comes out. Yeah, I want to. Let's Let's start. Your mission. What's your mission? Right, do
1: you right, to start right now? I'm down. Honestly, <laughs> after this, I will put on Mission Impossible. If you're down, I will put on Mission
0: Impossible. Yeah, we can do that. Are you down? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> this is the best day ever. <laughs> then I want to wrap up this fucking podcast.
1: This has been unreal. This, this has been episode one. This was the first episode. Uh, I was really. It was daunting. I was intimidated. I was nervous going we nervous. into this because I wanted it to be perfect. I feel like you have to open with a homer. And I think after recording this, it's, uh, I, I had fun yeah, and yeah. it wasn't that difficult. It felt nice. I, I felt hope the good. audio
0: was okay. I hope so. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm nervous if about. not, we'll fix it in the next one. Ah, uh, yes. Um, we'll do our best. And we'll just stage you with, with a, a scratchy, quiet... It's, episode, it's the pilot. You know the pilot. It's pilot's the pi- not always the, the best. Pilot. Yeah, we're going to be the budget next. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, we got renewed.
1: We did. We got picked up for No, yeah, I'm. I'm really excited about what we're gonna do with this podcast. I really am. Uh, and even if we have zero listeners and we have no sponsors and it gains no traction, I still see us doing this because I had so much fun. I this think having so a slightly structured conversation is, is just so. It's so fun. It's it integrated. is fun. It is fun. I feel closer to you. Aww. <laughs> We're literally
0: next to the on the couch. The right? live studio audience says, "Aww." <laughs> <laughs> um, goodbye. Thanks for listening to episode one. Bye. Unrealed. We're waving. This is Elijah. We're waving.
1: Bye. Bye. This is Grayson. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, guys.